I'm Kevin Price, host of the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. The Price of Business is in radio markets coast to coast, as well as on the largest web platforms. Our guests include New York Times bestselling authors, major media personalities, billionaires, and more. Welcome to our series called Thought Leaders, where we went out and found some of the most interesting people with the best stories about business, culture, technology, and more. Here's another in that ongoing series. Hey there, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me on your show. My name is Matthew Feehan, uh, principal at Feehan LLC, a consulting firm headquartered in Massachusetts, working in the defense, energy, and higher education sectors. Uh, I'm going to be speaking with uh, you and, and your listeners today about the higher education sector, specifically uh, this U.S. Department of Education and the most recent negotiated rulemaking process. Now, for anyone who's not clear on how rulemaking works, Congress makes laws, the executive interprets them, and then creates CFR, Code of Federal Regulations, not to be confused with federal law, which is what Congress makes. So there's a little bit of a disagreement here, uh, kind of at a philosophical level, about the existence of for-profit educational institutions. This department has made it abundantly clear that it does not want for-profit educational institutions operating in the higher education sector. There's just too much, there's just overwhelming evidence to support that position. And most recently, during the negotiated rulemaking process, we have representatives of special groups, uh, veterans is the one we're going to be talking about today, uh, veterans and military members, represented by the primary representative of Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. Now, IAVA is a uh, highly active 501c3 tax-exempt lobbyist working uh, to push some policy agenda at the congressional level and the executive level, but somehow was selected as the primary representative during negotiated rulemaking. The alternate representative to represent veterans and military members was Veterans Education Success, another 501c3, uh, which really shouldn't be lobbying at all, highly active lobbyists working again in the congressional sector and pushing some, uh, some executive initiatives as well. So the U.S. Department of Education is absolutely playing with the stacked deck, meaning that what they're trying to push for, a specific thing out of the veterans community, uh, which was changes to the 9010 rule and a, and a few other uh, uh, regulatory issues, uh, they picked two lobbyists that they knew were that that they knew essentially have an issue with the for-profit sector, and I have a bias against the for-profit sector, which is strange because IEVA recently partnered with T uh, with 2U, which is a for-profit educational educational services provider, but that's a separate topic. So. Playing with the stack deck's an issue because the U.S. Department of Education should really, if it's trying to make this whole negotiated rulemaking process uh, as democratic as possible and ease Americans in the sense that it's at least trying to follow congressional intent, which really allows for for-profit educational institutions to exist, that's not happening with this U.S. Department of Education. And it's aligned itself politically with two uh, highly active lobbyists that push for very specific policy agendas and 
uh, really didn't give the veterans and military communities proper representation during the negotiated rulemaking. So in doing so, really kind of abutted with uh, congressional intent. Now, Matthew Feehan, you know, myself, I went up there and made a few comments. I, I, th I think I spoke at like two different times uh, throughout the negotiated rulemaking. And I'm working on a book uh, right now covering or attempting to cover, because there's just so much, uh, lobbying by veteran service organizations. And there's only one, there's only so much one can, uh, can do as an individual. And really what I'm hoping kind of comes out of a lot of the substacks that I've been writing and hopefully soon when, my, when I publish my book is Americans uh, paying just a, a teensy bit more attention to the regulatory process, which may not be as uh, interesting comparative to the legislative process where, you know, you've got John Stewart out there railing against Republicans in the PACT Act. Um, you know, it's more behind the scenes and you're talking with a bunch of bureaucrats. Uh, but really, that's where the change is happening at the regulatory level. So it's really important, really, really important that folks just kind of um, take a closer look at the regulatory process. And when an agency, not just the U.S. Department of Education, but when an agency posts uh, a notice that they're intending to find representatives from specific communities, uh, just to get involved, you know, take a look at the notice and, and see who the agency is selecting to represent these particular groups. Because in the most recent example with this negotiated rulemaking uh, session, uh, it was undeniably clear that the Ed Department uh, was playing with a stacked deck the entire time. So thank you so much, uh, Kevin. I really appreciate you, uh, you having me on your show. Uh, thank you all for listening and uh, follow vetregs.com. That's veteran regulations, vetregs.com uh, for more information. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again. Have a good one.